This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, today on the future of work, we're talking about the future of warehouse workers. And when it comes to automation, those are the workers that have always been one of the first jobs to be affected when systems do become more automated. But this doesn't always have to be a bad thing. It could actually be an opportunity for new jobs to be created that maybe better fits people's passions. Linda Steele Show contributor Eric Chapman has a look at what possibilities await. There's a lot of fear when it comes to the future of work, especially with automation in places like warehouses. We've seen the prime example with Amazon and their robot-filled warehouses and delivery bots traveling the streets. But let's be realistic. Automation is the future, and I don't think there's any getting around it. Will the robots take over all our sorting and warehouse jobs? Well, yes. Will AI become self-aware and create a world of robots that control everything? Probably. Have you seen this boy? Either way, the picture painted is grim. We all have no jobs. It will be a horrible dystopian future. So if the robots are taking our jobs, what do we do? David Lee is the vice president of Innovation and Strategic Enterprise Fund for UPS. He did a TED Talk on this topic, and he has some ideas. To counteract this, we have to start creating new jobs that are less centered on the tasks that a person does and more focused on the skills that a person brings to work. For example, robots are great at repetitive and constrained work. But human beings have an amazing ability to bring together capability with creativity when faced with problems that we've never seen before. It's when every day brings a little bit of a surprise that we have designed work for humans and not for robots. Our entrepreneurs and engineers already live in this world, but so do our nurses and our plumbers and our therapists. You know, it's the nature of too many companies and too many organizations to just ask people to come to work and do your job. But if your work is better done by a robot, or your decisions better made by an AI, what are you supposed to be doing? The next step is the best one. Yes, the robot is taking our job, but if that's the case, let's make the robots do the jobs that suck. Here, robot, process this painfully idiotic report and move this box. Thank you. (laughs) And for the human beings, we should follow the advice from Harry Davis at the University of Chicago. He says, we have to make it so that people don't leave too much of themselves in the trunk of their car. I mean, human beings are amazing on weekends. Think about the people that you know and what they do on Saturdays. They're artists, carpenters, chefs and athletes. But on Monday, they're back to being junior HR specialist, systems analyst three. You know, these narrow job titles not only sound boring, but they're actually a subtle encouragement for people to make narrow and boring job contributions. But I've seen firsthand that when you invite people to be more They can amaze us with how much more they can be. Imagine the creativity this freedom could spark, and David Lee has seen the results. A few years ago, I was working at a large bank that was trying to bring more innovation into its company culture. So my team and I designed a prototyping contest that invited anyone to build anything that they wanted. We were actually trying to figure out whether or not the primary limiter to innovation was a lack of ideas or a lack of talent. And it turns out it was neither one. It was an empowerment problem. We saw technology people being designers, marketing people being architects, and even finance people showing off their ability to write jokes. (laughs) We ran this program twice, and each time more than 400 people brought their unexpected talents to work and solved problems that they had been wanting to solve for years. 
Over the course of the eight weeks, people flexed muscles that they never dreamed of using at work. People learned new skills. They met new. They met new people. And at the end, somebody pulled me aside and said, "I have to tell you, the last few weeks has been one of the most intense, hardest working experiences of my entire life." But not one second of it felt like work. The next time someone says robots might take your job, tell them good. I can't wait. Once that happens, I can finally follow my dream of making tiny suits for dogs and make a living doing what you love, not a job you do to make money. We need to embrace our robot overlords and welcome them to our workplaces and teach them everything we can, because the future of work could be designing new jobs that unlock our hidden talents. Don't be scared of that. Don't be scared of that.